This is Together 24-7, episode 80. So before we start the episode, Catherine, I wanted to talk to our listeners about what we do that we're together 24-7. People ask us all the time, how are you together 24-7? What do you do? What do we do that doesn't cause me to kill you? And me to kill you. Uh, Not so much that. But seriously, folks, we coach and we help people who want to, couples who want to be together 24-7, who want to create a business with each other because we've been doing it successfully since 2003. And we... We work with you to create a plan. And to come up with rules in your business. To have a division of labor to figure out who does what and where your strengths and weaknesses are. And really important, we teach you how to not to push each other's buttons. So if you'd like to utilize our services, if you're thinking about going into business with your spouse or significant other, if you're exploring what businesses to do, or if you're in business with each other and you need to get to that next level and some personal stuff is getting in the way, let's sit down with you. We do a free consultation and then we can figure out whether or not our services are right for you. So go to the website or give us a call at 602-399-7430. Welcome to Together 24-7, the show that talks to entrepreneurial couples about their business lives, their personal lives, and how to balance both without driving each other crazy. Here's your hosts, Barry and Catherine Cohen, showing how you can be business partners with your sweetheart and sweethearts with your business partner. Barry and Catherine have been married since 1996, in business together since 2003, and have survived to talk about it. Well, welcome to another episode of Together 24-7. I'm sorry, Kat, I did it. I went back to that. I went, well, welcome. Well, you know, it's, you, you haven't done it for a while, so it's so okay. It's, it's okay that I did it now? Yeah, yeah. When you were doing it like every single time, it was driving me crazy. That's okay. That's you gotta my mix job. It up. It's a, you got to mix it up a little bit. Make it exciting for our, our listeners. It's exciting. We're on location today. We are on location today, and it smells so good here. We are on location at Special Moments Catering and Events, and we're here with Al and Michelle Taylor. Hi, guys. Hello. Yeah. Thanks for I was us. wondering what that noise was. You started clapping. <laughs> I figured, you know, we're on location. It's like a live audience. It's like a live audience. Uh, no. And, and Brad left. So where the heck is he to provide the live audience commentary? He's the son, by the way, He's folks. the son. Yeah, Brad is the son. So Al and Michelle Taylor, uh, Special Moments Catering and Events here in beautiful Tempe, Arizona. They do catering and event planning, all all kinds of stuff. In fact, uh, in fact, I am taking home some samples, not home, but to a meeting that I'm going to after this. I won't mind if you take them home. No, you can't. You can't have them. Yeah, you'll have them the day of the event that I'm working on in volunteering. But let's talk a little bit about Al and Michelle, shall we? So Al, uh, both Al and Michelle were raised just outside of Detroit. They met on a last-minute blind date. What is a last-minute blind date? Like, I, I seriously have nothing better to do. Let me go out with some dude. Well, I'll let Al start on that one. <laughs> okay. Uh, one of my best friends, uh, if, you co- if you live in Detroit, you're close to Cedar Point, which is an amusement park. In Ohio. Right. In Sandusky, Ohio. Of course. <laughs> and uh, my best friend, one of my best friends, and was engaged to a young lady. And they asked me to go to Cedar Point with the family, get a date, go to Cedar Point. And because uh, I, was, I was being drafted. Yes. In 1972. And uh, I knew the family. I knew his fiance. I knew the family. So I got a date. Seven o'clock the night before the date, she calls me and says, I can't go tomorrow. I'm like, oh, okay. Well, I don't know what the real reason is, but she she called off. 
So I called over to where I thought Butch, my good friend, would be, which is his fiance's house, his, his mother's house. And uh, we all knew the Lily family. We knew Mrs. Lily, and she answered the phone. And we called her Ma Lily at the time. And I said, hey, Ma, how you doing? Um, is Butch there? She's like, no. No, he and, and Barb went to the mall. I said, oh, well, no worries. Just tell him I'm not going tomorrow. And she said, y- you can't do that. <laughs> In no certain terms. And I said, oh, oh, yes, I can. And she said, no, 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 you can't do that. And we argued back and forth for a little while. And she said, why don't you take the girl that lives next door? So, so you, you the are next, the girl next door. The girl next door. There's the girl next door. And when she was talking to me, she's, you know, back in the 70s, they got the big long cords. Yeah, yeah. And uh, she's in the garage on an extension phone. And uh, she said, hold on a minute. I could hear her walking across the garage. <laughs> you cover little mouthpieces. Yeah. Yell, oh, yeah there's yeah. no mute button. No mute button. <laughs> and she's walking, and I hear her yell. Uh, I won't yell into the mic, but she's like, Michelle, come here. And... Uh, and now I'm sweating bullets because <laughs> I have no idea what to say to this uh, this person that's about to come on the phone. And without any explanation whatsoever, she said, Michelle, meet Al. And she handed and her she the phone. Handed phone. Yep. And uh, when we were in our conversation, of course, the first thing a guy says is, what does she look like when she's asking about going? And she said, well, she just loves the sun. She has a beautiful tan. I'm like, you know, look, look, Mom, you're not really doing any favors here. (laughs) And she basically said, well, I think she's attractive. But girls don't talk about each other like that. So when Michelle picked up the phone, um, I thought, well, if she likes the sun, I said, hello, sunshine. My name's Al. Aww. Wasn't that sweet? Aww. And I said, yes, I would go. Well, after that, you can't say no. I had to go. Right. This used to be called Sunshine's Motor City Cafe. Right. Oh, okay. Very nice. Very nice. And and just for your own personal information, Al, not that you'll ever need it because you're happily married, but yes, women will talk about each other like that. And if she wasn't good looking, she would say, well, she has a lovely personality. Yeah. And and Michelle does so far, and she's a beautiful lady. So, so here we go. So you guys have been uh, in business together 32 years. You're married for 43 years. Um, you met on a last-minute blind date. You have two children, Dawn, 40, and Brad, 35. We know Brad from, from networking. Um, does Dawn also work in the business with you guys? She does. She's our operations manager, general manager, kitchen manager. She she's does, the, the vice president of operations. She's our vice president. So. VP operations. Sounds like she's the boss. She She is, is in the kitchen. <laughs> she sure is. Mm-hmm. Very good. And so you, you guys are both raised outside of Detroit. That's how you met. You, Al, got drafted in 1972, discharged in 1974. Thank you for your service, sir. Thank you. And uh, and then you went to the Tempe Police Department. So you were an Army MP, and they trained you, and you went to Tempe Police. That's correct. Nice 22 years, retired as a lieutenant, and then you took over management portion of Special Moments in 1996. Now, everybody's Special Moments has been around since 1984, after Michelle... They got engaged. They had the kids. Michelle decides to go back into the workforce. She started as a cake designer. That's what Special Moments started at in 1984. Al comes in in 1996, 12 years later, and takes over. As as he should. 
you know, what is that all about? What is it? Now, you did say you worked here on weekends. I did. Um, we built the business together. I'm the, I'm the prop guy. I build all the the props and all the things that you see with the catering stuff. So I spent a good deal of time working on that portion of the business. At one point in time, we had a, a, a party portion of the business where we had casino equipment, and I would build all the casino equipment. Oh, wow. So it, it's not like I wasn't in the picture, but I wasn't doing the day-to-day operations. Right. But I'm the one that had the management training. So when it was time, the business was getting bigger. You know, you can't do it all yourself. No, you can't. Uh, the first thing that we jobbed out was payroll. And we made that decision on the dock of the restaurant that we bought <laughs> at a different time. Uh, that's another story. But um, it started to be where, you know, Michelle's trying to, marketing, trying to do the marketing, trying to do the product, trying to do. So we did. And I'm the one that's the business book reader. So I'm saying we need to do this. We need to do this. We need to do this. And I call uh, Michelle Martha Stewart of Arizona with a better attitude. <laughs> <laughs> she's got she's got the culinary skills. The, the, the she's our designer of all our all our sets and all the things. If you look on all the pictures, beautiful on the wall. pictures on the wall, absolutely. And most importantly, no felony record, right? Yeah, no right. felony. Exactly. Yeah, like like Martha, <laughs> right. right? Exactly. So Martha. She is very talented in those areas, and I bring the management experience. And that's so important for our listeners to know, you know, there are times when you've got to just say, okay, I'm not doing this anymore and send it out. Because when you figure out what you're worth per hour, you know, doing certain things is not worth it. And, and, and payroll is a time and suck. It's payroll is right? such and a time suck. you don't want to make mistakes out of it. Oh, no. gosh, no. No, 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 no. And then, you know, and you've got to know with your partner. That's so important when you go into business with anybody, but most importantly, with your spouse or significant other, you know, what are your strengths? What are your weaknesses? Because if you guys, you know, if you're not playing to your strengths, boy, that comes that comes right home with you. So, um, Michelle, tell us a little bit about why you started Special Moments Catering and, and the cake decorating. Well, I, like you said, I was a nurse for a little while then after I had Dawn. I decided not to go back into nursing, and I started doing crafts, and then I started making cakes. And I also did gift baskets, which really led more into the catering field, because my gift baskets, I did uh, breakfast baskets. So people said, oh, can you actually make a breakfast for, continental breakfast for 20 people? So it expanded from there. And um, it just started to grow with more and more word of mouth. I rented a kitchen out of the local YMCA and started to do their board lunches and meetings. We and, traded. And we traded, you know, traded the space. Always good. And it just really, uh, people people got uh, to know us more through the Tempe Chamber we joined. And it just really expanded after that. And uh, we used both of my kids through their Little school years, dishwashers. Uh, they, they've uh, done everything. Uh, they've here. done everything. So it's been it's been a really great experience to work with the family, and that's so important to you. I, I need to interrupt. So I got to find out what is in a breakfast gift basket. Because I'm thinking somebody's going to deliver a basket to my door that has like day old sunny side up eggs <laughs> in it or something. What, tell no. me what it. Tell me what you have breakfast. no imagination. <laughs> no, but none. go ahead, Michelle. Please. No, it was home baked muffins and breads. Okay. Juices. Uh, no runny eggs. No runny eggs, okay. nothing like that. Fresh, Fresh fruit. fruit, things like that. But now, everything now fresh I understand. baked. Right. Thank you. 
Catherine, you may continue. You got it? <laughs> yes. You're taking over my time over here, just just so that you know. So this is 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 Special Moments catering your first adventure as entrepreneurs? Or did you guys do something before this? Not together. Like I said, I did crafts, and that was right. I had Mitch's Stitches is what it was called at the time. And uh, that was the first thing I ever did. I also taught um, music in preschool, and that was my own business as well. But together, Special Moments is our, is our first very good. So tell me now, Al, you were here on the weekends. You did a lot of work. We'll, we'll, we will acknowledge that. You were part of it. We got that part. But when did you realize that you could be in business with your wife, you could be in business with your husband, and you weren't going to kill each other or get divorced or something in between? Well, it's actually more of a, a morph. You know, it, it, when I first left the police department, I was brought on um, by Mill Avenue Merchants Association to take over the security for the Festival of the Arts in oh, downtown Mill. I love that festival. I love that. And we it's go huge. It is huge. And it's, yeah. I feel safe. I don't feel like there's pickpockets. So kudos. Well, the first time that they hired me, I asked for their security plan and they gave me a three by five card. So, <laughs> was there anything on the three by five card? Yeah, it, no, it, it, it had the amount of security people and a phone number of a security company, basically. And um, so i I took that over as a consultant and built their security plan for them, basically, over a three year period of time. I also was teaching community policing in Tucson, and so I was kind of out uh, doing my thing. And at the same time, working with Michelle and the management. And then eventually, those other things start to go away because the time that special moments need became greater and greater and greater. So I, I didn't just come in and just take over. Right. I came in and did my thing on the side, helped her with the management. Uh, I'm the one that was on hiring boards and you know, knew what to look for with new employees and all those kind of things. And she did not have that experience. No, I didn't. And I welcome that because I'm I'm not a natural at that at all. I'd much She'll rather be party. the first to tell you that <laughs> she's she does not want to be the manager that, that's telling people, you know, you're gonna do it this way. She's not that's not part of Michelle. And well, there's always the creative one and the business one. And, and the business and, one or the tech one. And yeah, that's right. so important to know your to know what you do right and just let, you know, let each other do it. Let each other do it. So you guys started to talk a little bit about it. Who does what? How is that decided? And how do you overlap? How do you make sure that everything gets done? Well, as far as uh, working, as far as working together, um, we pretty much, it's hard to believe, but a lot of times we don't really, even though we're in the same building, we really don't see each other that much. I basically handle operations management and work with the clients one-on-one. I'm in the back doing the sets or I'm out somewhere on location where as Al, he does more, like he says, of the management end. He brainstorms a lot with Brad. They do a lot of that together. And we really, a lot of people say that you're in the same building and how can you really not you know, it's very easy in each other's face, but we really don't. I mean, there are times when when we may do that, but overall, you know, overall, I think one of the philosophies that I go by is you, you help the staff to where 
I mean, Brad and Don are totally empowered to run the part of the business that they are in charge of, and Michelle is empowered as well. My job is to get out of the way and make sure that they have the resources necessary to do their jobs right. So we don't take this home very often. Which and is when good. we do, mm-hmm. it's over quick. And it's over. We're done. <laughs> okay. So, you know, uh, every once in a while, it's tough to be the boss, especially when you're married to the other boss. The other boss, mm-hmm. exactly. But exactly. at that time, I, sometimes I'll say, this is not your husband's face. This is the CEO of this company, and this is the way we're going to do it. I tried that once. Yeah? <laughs> How once. it work out for you? <laughs> but it, it, it does work for us, though, because she will respect the fact that I have to make a final decision. Right. There has, has to, be to be somebody, somebody that, that does that. Right. Absolutely. So. And, and, and I like that everybody has their way of doing it that says that I'm not the person. Everyone who is successful and still married and happy has a way of doing it that says this is not the love of your life talking. This is the person that is in business with you talking. So I, I like that you guys do that. And how do you uh, – check in with each other and are there weekly meetings it's the whole family that works here so how does that work and the whole family's kind of management so how does that work right well we do have they're more of like an impromptu there's not a set day for a meeting it's when everybody has such different roles that we just kind of grab a moment when we maybe all can sit down together and talk about things um that's basically how we run Every the time daily. we've tried to do structured meetings, right. they've failed. It doesn't work. It, <laughs> it just, just doesn't work. Michelle has, I've got to get out of here to do my sets. Brad's saying, i got a sales meeting. You know, Don's saying, i got to get in the kitchen. So it's more of a, a you know, when do you have time? Okay. Come to my office when, when you're done of that. I'm the one that has the most flexible schedule. I can move right, my time do. around. I don't have, I'm not answering to the customer right. as much. The final, obviously the final line, I'm answering to the customer, but to take care of their needs. So I had to get good at not walking in and demanding a meeting. In my old job, I was the boss. When I walked in, the meeting happened. The meeting happened. <laughs> but not here. So not much. here. It, it these, just doesn't it happen. It these looks like, you know, really? Really? Yeah. Really? Really? Yeah. So, uh, you know, police work is a paramilitary organization. Yes. So that's the way it's run. But I was also the guy that read the one minute manager. I taught the one minute manager and I could see the benefit of being in business and in police work at the same time. Police work brought management, discipline and business brought creativity. That is, that is a wild and crazy juxtaposition. It really is Mm -hmm. because, you know, just, if you if you know of a police officer or you know you know somebody like my nephew's a police officer, that is a totally different mindset, a totally different everything, attitude, everything. And you know, thank goodness for for you guys. And um, and then to to say okay, well, don't say thank goodness because when we get tickets, we're not thanking them for anything. <laughs> That's true. Um, I pull out my little PBA card. No, no, just kidding. Um, but but yeah, to, to to say okay, and and I you know, and I was reading all these management books, and I was you know looking at all this management stuff because entrepreneurial work is so different than you know that is the ultimate corporate work. So but at the police department, I was known as the 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 odd. I was going to say manager. you were very different. Yeah, but they put me in charge of Mill Avenue. All of those businesses down there had needs, and I understood them. 
I understood that that festival was going to create problems for businesses. You know, everybody this thinks it's a windfall for all the businesses. It's That's not, not true. Mm-hmm. It's not. Some businesses rely on customers coming to them, and they're basically dealing over the counter. Right. But these are customers that they've had for years and years and years, and their product does not sell to the general public. So when you put a festival in the middle of their business, they're not happy. Well, Al, the business entrepreneur, understood that. So I would do things that other lieutenants would not do. I would open roadways for them. I'd figure out ways to get, you know, in the back door and and all the rest of the things without creating a fuss for the festival. So I had a different attitude than what most management cops have. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, Kat, I want you to, I was, because I was in business too. Yeah. I want you to understand the difference here, Kat. When he took care of the businesses on Mill Avenue, as a police officer, it's not the same as when your people don't even go care, there. Take care of the businesses on Jamaica Avenue. In, not even in, in Brooklyn. Yeah, not my people. Completely different. Not my people. Not oh, my people. That's the little island. That's a little island off of where my people come from. But moving right along. Oh, look, it's your turn to speak. Well, Al, you you touched on this earlier, and I want to find out. Actually, um, I want to find out from Michelle. What has been your biggest entrepreneurial disagreement, and did it carry over into your personal lives, and how did you get through it? Just Al, you can't talk. It's <laughs> <laughs> a good question. And don't look at her. I'm trying to think about that. Um, I think the biggest disagreement that we have is monetary, that we had was monetary, where to spend the money, um, just trying to balance everything as far as especially when we were expanding I was kind of more I wanted to just kind of stay back there a little bit and and kind of keep things status quo I don't like to shake things up a lot so he he he's more of the the more expansive ideas and so he said we need to spend money here and we'll need to do this there and to me that was very uh intimidating and like and to me that was my biggest disagreement with with Al How'd you get through it? Logic, <laughs> basically logic, and I'm very visual. So he he does for me a lot of times draw out, you know, this this is the case here, this is the case there, which which makes more sense. And so we did get through it, and I'm glad we did because we did expand, and it's been really it's been very great for us. You could speak now, Al. Are you in agreement <laughs> with her? Yeah. Um, I think probably one of my hardest moments, I spent a good deal of my career here at Special Moments staying out of the business of the kitchen. But I could see that the profit margins in the kitchen were were not good. They were very poor. And I walked in one day and said, there is a new sheriff in town. <laughs> mm-hmm. I like that. And I, ba- I did. <laughs> I went to the head chef. I went to the rest of them and said, our margins are way off. And it's because we're buying products that we should be making. There's different things that we should be doing. And that was a hard pill for Michelle to swallow. Um, and how did we get through it? it? The margins immediately started to change. I was able to put that out on paper and start showing, okay, this is the difference. I, I'll make a, 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 a kind of an open book kind of guy, but... By studying the product costs, 
I found $10,000 in where we bought chicken. Wow. 10 grand. That was a lot. That's and I, lay, I laid it out on paper on, you know, how many chicken meals did we do in the last year versus this? This is the pound they sell it here. This is what they sell it for over here. And Michelle was just used to just ordering it from mm-hmm. where she knew where, okay, right. I, do, I'm, I, right. I don't have time to mess with this. I'll just order it. Well, when I laid it out on paper and said, buying it at this location versus this location would have saved us $10,000 last year. It's pretty hard to argue with that logic. <laughs> it, it is. And and I like the fact that, Michelle, you mentioned this, you're a very visual person. So we're a visual, audit, auditory, um, kinesthetic, meaning we like to touch and feel people who, you know, who still insist on books. And there's one more, and Michael Burnoff will kill me for not knowing this, but so you, you've got different ways that you learn and absorb things. And I love that you said... You're visual, and Al goes and writes everything down and writes everything out for you and shows you visually. And that, that all by itself, just avoids arguments, avoids frustration and tension because you're not sitting there trying to get it. You just get it. Good, bad, or indifferent, right. you get it, and you can right. come from a point of, I understand it now. So uh, couples out there, figure out what you are, figure out what you're spouse or significant other is, and start talking to them like that. And it's not the love languages. I Everybody talks <laughs> just, about the love languages all, book, and all, I'm not All that thrilled, anyone but. needs to understand is, as usual, the man was right. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, that's a whole I, other thing. I, I am <laughs> not going there. <laughs> all righty, so let's move along now that I got myself in trouble. That's right. Uh, tell us some of the joys that you experience working together, living together, being together 24-7. Well, for me, it is being able to be with my family. I mean, I we are such a family-orientated group. That our whole family is even extended to my parents. I mean, and my cousins and my sisters and brother. I mean, they all at one point have worked here. Um, it's just been, for me, a great joy to come in and, and see that every day. Uh, and then just the the good that we do for the community is another uh, a joyful part that we play we try to do something good at least once a month and it just really brings that's just great for me to to see and I know Al is a big part of that too I, yeah I'm a service person that's mm-hmm. what I did all my life and, yes um, so it it comes natural for me you know we just did the uh, shop with the cops program for about two hundred people. And uh, it was great joy to watch this build. This building had 200 people here. Wow! But all the SWAT tents were out in the front, and all the rest of them. I still hang with some of my old buddies. And did you have to get permits for that? No, not on that one. Because oh, well, it, <laughs> it was in it was in our own it was in our own park. Okay. It was in our own parking lot, and there was 35 police cars down the side. And as they left here. They all left with lights and sirens on with a kid that they took to Walmart. Oh, that's great. That's and we, we fed them all. Mm-hmm. We fed the volunteers. We fed the kids. We fed the cops. We, and we hosted it at this location. Great joy with that. I, you know, I'm sure. I totally agree with, with Michelle to, to watch those children light up as they left this building. But uh, if you're asking me that question, I, I totally agree with Michelle on the family aspect. But I'm a builder. And building this business is a great joy 
fantastic and a great legacy for your kids. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's a great joy, and and uh, we're fortunate that they decided to stay on. They sure were not forced to do that. Well, I guess you made it a good environment. You only made them wash pots and pans for a short period of time. <laughs> short period of time, but they all had to spend time in there so they knew what it was going to be like Absolutely, for the people yeah. that they eventually would manage. Sure. Yeah. That's fantastic. And what do you do to separate your family time from your business time? Anyone? Anyone? Michelle to, is shaking her head go trying to, to figure out. Go to Carlsbad. Is, <laughs> That's true. Once That's in our a while. one big thing. That's our one big thing is to hang out on a beach in Carlsbad. And do you turn it off at the end of the day? Or is, I do. It, we do, but in aspect, though, we do, when we get home, we do go over, because we don't see each other a lot during the day so much, we do go over, what did you do today, or what kind of, what what happened with you today? Over cocktails. Over cocktails. Uh, oh. well, hey, Yay, cocktails. Way? But then we, after about a half hour, then that's it. We're, we're done with that. But And if there's any, if there's any difficulties, it needs to be done in that half hour. We get it. We get it out. I'm, un, I'm unhappy about this. This is the way. This is why, et cetera, et cetera. It's done. It's done. It's over. Done and over with. But done. we do Let take time uh, sometimes through the week if we can get away. We both like to play golf, so okay. we go out and do those kinds of things. Uh, we do have a place up in Sholo that we try to disappear quite a bit in the summertime too. So it's that brings us away from the business. And for our listeners not in the Phoenix area, Sholo is a lot cooler. Yes. <laughs> About 25 degrees yeah. in the summer. Yeah. Temperature yeah. cooler, not the people, because we're yeah. really cool here in Phoenix. <laughs> That's right. But yeah, temperature-wise, it's it's under triple digits. <laughs> well under triple digits. Well under. So, yeah. Uh, well, Al, you said you're the reader, so are there any particular business books that you would recommend to our listeners? Um, good to Great. That's one. Okay. Uh, I was not so much a business book as The Seven Habits of the Most Highly Effective People. Okay. That's uh, Covey, right? Yeah. Stephen yep. Covey. Stephen Covey. Read that a long time ago. Um, Ken Blanchard's books. He, read, uh, he wrote The One Minute Manager, Raving Fans, uh, uh, Gun Ho. So those are short stories that really have, they're easy to read and they have a ton of impact. What I like to call bathroom books. Yeah, they're, they're quick reads, <laughs> but they, they've got a heck of a message. That's okay. for sure. That's terrific. And if you could give our listeners just one piece of advice, what would it be? Looking at you, Michelle. Hmm. I would say take the time to, to listen, to really listen to each other, what the other person has to say. Um, let them speak and don't make any assumptions of what they mean until you actually hear what they say, because you could be in trouble. (laughs) (laughs) Don't I know it. It's called listen, listen with the intent to learn, not the intent to respond. Mm -hmm. There goes my fun. (laughs) I have to get retrained now, Catherine. I've been trying that for 21 years. It hasn't worked yet. Nope. It probably never will. (laughs) Probably not. Okay. We're going to switch gears. And go into our food round. Catherine, would you like to take this one? This is going to be fun. I know. Because we're here. In a food place. In a food place, which, like I said before, smells amazing. We open up the door, park the car, open up the door, and I'm like, oh, God, I wasn't hungry, but now I'm hungry. Um, So what is your favorite meal to cook together? Or what is your favorite meal at your favorite restaurant? Hmm. <laughs> that was, that's, a, that's a tough question. Wow, that is hard to answer. 
You're in the food business. I know. I know. Favorite meal to cook together? Do you guys cook we together really at all? Cook together. Or your favorite no. meal at your favorite, your favorite restaurant. restaurant? You got to go out to eat every now and then. <laughs> <laughs> when you're in the food business, we don't go out, <laughs> we that, don't much. Go out that much. Um, let's see. Uh, well, we, we, we go cook, out to breakfast well, a lot. I was gonna say we go to breakfast a lot. So we like. Yeah, um, you'd like some crepe kind of thing, and I'd probably like the corned beef hash. But I was gonna say to cook together. If we are doing any cooking together, it's generally a breakfast. Okay. Yeah. yeah or it, it, at home, it's generally for a family function. Mm-hmm. Thank. We used to do Thanksgiving. Now we do Christmas. So it's that's we'll probably fun. be smoking some ribs for that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And Ooh, Michelle nice. will be doing all the side dishes. So um, yeah. And then the whole family comes in and just oh yeah, the smoked pop. ribs are amazing. Yes, <laughs> my husband Christmas the, ribs. Christmas ribs. You 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 smoke a nice rib too. I do. You mm-hmm. definitely do that. It's all in the rub. Absolutely, <laughs> it is. It's it's definitely all in the rub. So that's pretty cool. And the last question before we break for commercial: red, white, or beer? White. Red. We got a red wine drinker and a white wine drinker. Excellent, excellent. So let's go ahead and uh, give some love to our sponsors, and we'll be back with a pet peeve. Hey, everybody. We know you love audio. Why else would you be listening to this podcast? Through audible.com, together 24-7 listeners can get a free audiobook. That's a free audiobook and a 30-day free trial. There's over 180,000 titles to choose from. Just go to www.audible.com audibletrial.com slash together. Again, the website is www.audibletrial.com slash together. Listeners, you have a business. You need a website. There are a million choices out there. So where do you turn? Well, HostGator.com has one-click WordPress installs, or you can use their drag-and-drop website builder. They also have service and support available around the clock every day of the year, so you know you're in good hands. They already have low prices, and now HostGator.com has taken it a step further for our listeners. Use promo code TOGETHER247 to get 25% off their hosting services. Don't wait. Hit pause now and sign up at HostGator.com, unless you're driving. Then wait till you get where you're going. Remember, use promo code TOGETHER247 to get an additional 25% off at HostGator.com. Welcome back. Welcome back. So we've got to we've got a a pet peeve that is uh It's a double piggyback. It's a double piggyback. Spin around somersault pet peeve. Yeah, it's it's Michelle's kind of shared by Al's. Al's is kind of re- Guys, tell us your pet peeve. <laughs> well, my pet peeve is when I have employees that come into work and I'm saying, how are you doing this morning? And they're, oh, I'm so tired. I'm so tired. And they haven't even started their day. And they are at least 30 years younger than I am. (laughs) And so it's just, that's one of my pet peeves. Wake up and start your day the right way. And what's your pet peeve, Al? Mine is drama. Which is how we're piggybacking right (laughs) on that. And that's all part of the drama that, oh, I'm so tired and the (laughs) world is so bad and and I got to work today. You know, the drama, the the employee drama, uh, a lot of times it's customer drama. Right. It's, I I just, I don't do it well. I can't imagine brides with drama. No, (laughs) No, boy. No no brides, no drama. That's a big drama. (laughs) Can't imagine it. Can't imagine it. we, We classify brides in two ways. 
there is a bride that is in love with the idea of getting married. And she's basically, everything's great. It's my day. And then there is the bride that's in love with the details of getting married. Better mm-hmm. known as bridezillas. Bridezillas. <laughs> yeah. Those are the bridezillas. <laughs> They're the tough ones. But, you know, if you go into it knowing that, then you have to shift your focus to the attention to all the details more so than the, the other bride wants a party. Right. Yeah. She wants things happy, and it, if the time schedule doesn't, it doesn't matter. Time schedule's off, doesn't matter. Doesn't you know? So, and most of the brides are pretty much like that. But the other ones, that time schedule has got to be right, and the size of the flowers got to be right, and everything. And if you do that for them, then they're very happy. Are they? Are they really? Because I've met mm, bridezillas. Yeah, that's probably they, a good point. They always, I think, find something. They find something. Wrong. They have to find something wrong. See, I was so good. As long, you know, I see it as as long as the check clears, everyone's happy. Everyone's happy. <laughs> see, mom, I well, see, my mother-in-law did did the whole wedding because we were here and and they were there and the wedding was in New York and I said, go ahead, plan it. I don't care. And she planned every detail of it. She made you pick a color. She sent, she made, yeah, she sent I, napkin <laughs> swatches. I, I so didn't care that. My mother-in-law had to force me to do something, and picking the tablecloth and and napkins was what she did, and she sent over samples. And I was like, ah, yeah, if she knew. I closed my eyes, I threw them all up, and whichever one landed on the floor, something like that. But I I could not deal with that, so, yeah. But you married her favorite son. You had a minute for a fun story? Absolutely. Absolutely. We, We used to own a restaurant that was a patio bar, and it sat in the same parking lot as an event center. And we catered at the event center, and we owned the bar next to it a lot of times. So it was always thrilling for me to be at the bar, at the restaurant, and see our truck pull up next door. Because this, this is double duty today. You know, we're doing good. Well, I was tending bar on a Saturday afternoon one time, and I knew we had a bridezilla going on at the event center. I mean, big time. And uh, it was a pirate-themed wedding. I don't know how. <laughs> right. So... <laughs> I see this guy coming over in a pirate suit, two of them, big guys, and he sits down. He's probably in his 50s, and uh, I said, well, how you doing? He said, I'll, yeah, I'll have a beer. I'm not doing so good. And he's got his friend with him, and he says, I said, well, I knew what was going on next door. And I'm like, well, what's the problem? And he looks at me and he goes, the flowers are too tall. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, what do you mean? He says, the flowers are supposed to be this high, and they're this high. So they're wrong. He goes, I can't wait for that. I said, who's this person? He says, this is my daughter. He says, I can't wait for him to get here so I can give her to him. (laughs) (laughs) So so he says to his friend, you want a shot? And his friend says, sure. He goes, what do you want? He goes, I don't know. I've never had a shot before. So his friend says, well, let's have a Patron. So he drinks a Patron shot, and you could see where the uh, wedding was going to take place from where he was sitting. And he goes, maybe I can watch the wedding from here. (laughs) (laughs) When your father can't wait to give you away, you may be a bride By the way, he had another shot before he left. (laughs) Smart man. Smart man. Take the pain away. Take the pain away. So... Al and Michelle, thank you so much for uh, being on our show today. Special Moments Catering and Events. It's here in Denby, Arizona. We will have all the information on our website, on the uh, on the show notes page. So if you're in the Arizona area, 
It's area in the state of If you're in the Phoenix metropolitan area, Tempe, whatever, and you've got an event coming up, I strongly suggest using these guys. As I said, we're we've got a a, a major league guest speaker in the next month coming into uh, into our church, and and I spoke with Brad, your lovely son, and we're going to have the lunch catered, and that's going to be exciting. I so- wouldn't call Brad lovely. <laughs> that's just wrong. That's just wrong. No. It's very nice. He's very nice, but I wouldn't say lovely. Whatever. (laughs) Anyway, we'll have everything up on the show notes page. Guys, thank you so much for being on and telling us how you make a marriage last this long and a business and be successful. Raise your kids in the business all together 24-7. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. We'll see everyone next time. Bye. Bye. We want to thank you again for listening. Be sure to go to iTunes to subscribe to our podcast, rate it, and review it. And if you have any suggestions, just email us directly, together at together247.net. Check us out on our website at together247.net slash resources for some great ideas, resources, and offers for your business. And don't forget to click on our sponsor's links as well. Do you own a business with your sweetheart? We'd love to hear from you. Email us at guests at together247.net. And don't forget, we have a new episode every Monday and every Thursday. So go ahead and subscribe and keep on listening.